So we're thinking today about eagerly desiring the spiritual gifts. Those are Paul's words. Now, did you notice um, uh, Theresa May, uh, however you feel about her, you may have uh, felt a little bit sorry for her during that final uh, speech this week. Uh, and uh, she was holding it all together really well, wasn't she? And her voice just broke right at the end. The thing that interested me about that was that the commentators on one of the American broadcasters explained to their audience that's quite emotional for a Brit. Some might say that we're famous for our British reserve, for holding it together, for being calm in the face of adversity, for not getting overexcited. Um, and often these are qualities that are prized and encouraged. But today we're considering what does it mean to eagerly desire spiritual gifts? Uh, and I would suggest, first of all, that eagerly desiring the gifts means letting go of a little bit of that British reserve. One of the reasons that we played the Narnia clip earlier was to see the reaction of Lucy. Did you notice how it was Lucy, the littlest one, who rushes forward with the cry of presents? And Peter and Susan, the older, more sensible, better behaved, calm ones, hang back a little bit. Um, it's certainly, uh, in our family, it's the youngest one that gets the most excited about presents. Uh, in the run-up to Christmas, Miriam is often found sitting in her bed with an Argos catalogue or a toy catalogue planning through them. At one Christmas, famously, she had to request a piece of flip chart paper because the list was so big uh, that she needed a really, really big piece of paper to, to make it all down. And she doesn't, she doesn't think anything wrong with that. She gets very excited. Everything about Christmas and presents is marvellous. Remember, Jesus encourages his disciples to have a childlike faith. And I think maybe in coming to the desiring of gifts, if I was going to give you the, the short version of this message, would be, be more Lucy. Okay, be more Lucy. Be more eagerly desiring, rushing forwards when the gifts are on offer. I was very impressed to see how many people did not necessarily rush forward, but we filled up a lot of our chairs this morning. Uh, so briefly this morning, we're just going to run through uh, two slides. Don't worry, there's not a massive slide deck. There's two slides. I'm looking at Ken. Is the first one appearing? There we go. Uh, the, the why and the how of eagerly desiring the spiritual gifts. I've got a button, apparently. Let's see if it works. Marvellous. So why should we eagerly desire spiritual gifts? Just like in Narnia, the, when we see the gifts, it is a sign of breakthrough. In Narnia, it was always winter and never Christmas. And when they saw Father Christmas, they knew that Aslan was on the move. When we see gifts um, being poured out on God's people, it's a sign of breakthrough. When the gifts came at Pentecost, it was because God had big plans and he needed his people to be equipped. I hope that we agree that as a church, we are standing on the edge of something that we hope will be a breakthrough. Right? We're, we're kind of in a place where we're excited and we're ready. We're looking to see more people come to faith. We're looking to see more people be baptised and added to the church. We're looking to see our impact on our community be increased. We're looking, essentially, for a sign of God's breakthrough. And so this is the time, I believe, when we should be eagerly desiring the gifts of the spirits. For example, we know that an enriched prayer life um, is often a sign of revival. We see people um, more excited and more committed and more persistent in prayer um, before God breaks through. And so these gifts of wisdom and of knowledge 
and of faith are what we should be eagerly desiring to help enrich the prayer life of our church. I think sometimes the reason we resist gifts is because we feel a little bit embarrassed or a little bit shy. We, we don't want to be seen to be showing off. But remember, the main thing about spiritual gifts is they're a demonstration of God's character. It's not about us. That's why we sang, he's a good, good father. Matthew 7, verse 11 says, If you then know you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? We see gifts being poured out, frankly, not because we deserve them, because we don't, but as a demonstration of God's character. We see these good gifts and we give praise and thanks to our Father in heaven. And because the receiving of the gifts really isn't about us, the other reason why we should desire them, uh, as Paul tells us, it's for the common good. It's for the building up of the church. It's about uh, finding a place that we fit and that we can contribute to what God's doing. Brilliant that so many of our chairs were filled. Some of them weren't, maybe because people weren't brave enough, or maybe because we've got a gap in our church. No one person can fill all these chairs. That's why God calls us to function as a body. And if you read the rest of the, the, the verses in Corinthians, you get into that stuff about the body. We need different people functioning in different gifts so that together we are effective and we should be using our gifts always for the building up of the church. And I would argue if you want to see this church built up, then we should be eagerly desiring the spiritual gifts for ourselves and for those sitting around us this morning. I wondered about how to express this next one. I had an idea in my head, and in the end I just went for say it like it is. We'd be rubbish without them. <laughs> Why should we desire spiritual gifts? Because we'd be rubbish without them. Um, many of us recognise we just don't have the skills or the talents to do the things that God calls us to do, right? He asks us to do some pretty big and scary things sometimes, and we might feel that we don't have those skills and talents. So it's a very good thing indeed that he gives us gifts to equip us. Uh, many of us can look back on circumstances and give a testimony that I couldn't have got through that with my own faith. It's the gift of faith by the power of the Holy Spirit that got me through that, or I wouldn't have had the wisdom in that situation to know what to do. It was the gift of wisdom by the power of the Holy Spirit that helped me get through that. So we would be rubbish without them. But maybe there's also something else that we need to be careful about, about not exercising our talents without subjecting them to the will of God. We have 1 Corinthians 2 verse 7, so we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So let's be careful to always make sure that when we exercise our gifts for the building up of the church, we're doing so in the power of the Spirit so that the glory goes to God. And I believe there is a time coming when the church will need to be fully equipped. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. There's a lot of things that God is calling us to do, and we need to be fully equipped. We can't rely on our own resources we frankly should be delighted to receive every good gift that God wants to give us. So why should we desire the spiritual gifts? Because God gives them for a purpose. 
like Father Christmas said, these are tools and not toys for a specific purpose. So if as a church, we want to be ready for what God has for us to do and we want to step up and take our uh, part in the plans that he has for us, we should be eagerly desiring the gifts that will equip us. Okay, so we're hopefully all fully convinced now on the why. So very quickly, my second half of this, we're going to think about the how. It's not tricky, really. We ask and God gives us that Again, the reason for that Narnia clip is because that really is just a beautiful illustration of how this stuff works. It's a fundamentally simple process. But the first thing, and this was the beginning of that uh, reading that we had from Corinthians, don't be ignorant. Know about them. That's why Paul writes, doesn't he? He says, I do not want you to be ignorant about the spiritual gifts. We need to know God. We need to know that he is good, know that he has gifts that he wants to give his children for the building up of the church. Know that there are a range of gifts and that different ones are given to different people at different times, but always for the purpose of fulfilling God's plans. We've got that list. I'm going to put it up again in a minute, but the list of the gifts on offer, wisdom, knowledge, faith, administration, interpretation, prophecy, leading, teaching, wisdom, tongues, healing, miracles, discernment, all these gifts. This morning I would suggest if you have a natural talent towards one of these gifts, perhaps this morning could be the time when you ask the Holy Spirit to enliven that talent, Uh, maybe submit it to God's will and ask him to show you how can I use this gift for your glory and for the building up of your church. Don't be ignorant. If we see a gap, one of these gifts that's not being exercised within our church, then this is a conversation that we need to have, maybe over coffee or in our house groups or with the deacons. Is this something that we could ask for for ourselves? Or maybe somebody with a word of knowledge will have an idea about who in the church might fill that gap. So once we know that the gifts are on the menu, the second thing is really easy, but it's something that Edmund didn't manage. How do you receive the gifts? Show up. <laughs> okay? Um, Edmund, if you know the story of Narnia, didn't get a gift. He wasn't excluded from the final prophets, but he didn't get any gifts. He missed out on the giving of the gifts. And I would say whenever there's an opportunity to receive gifts from God, we get a choice. We get a choice whether we show up or whether we run away. Let's be the people that show up. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 11, he distributes gifts uh, to each one, just as he determines. So it's still all about God. But he doesn't force things on us. So it's important that we show up. And just as important is not getting distracted. The reading we heard said, somehow or other you were influenced when you were pagans and you were led astray by meat idols. We get led astray so easily, don't we? We doubt God, we doubt his word, we doubt his promises and his provisions, and we try and fill that gap with our own knowledge or our own efforts. Um, This root of temptation has plagued humanity right since Adam and Eve. And in the Corinthian church, there's this warning about not being led astray by mute idols. So let's be clear today. God wants us to know about the offer of spiritual gifts. He wants to give us good gifts because that is his character. He loves you and he wants to bless you. He has a plan and a purpose for this church and we need to receive the gifts 
that will equip and empower us, and that means showing up and not getting distracted. And finally, for too long, and John alluded to this, I think the spiritual gifts have been something that have caused arguments and division in the church. Too often, focus on spiritual gifts brings uh, misunderstanding or resentment. And so Paul's advice to us is really important. He talks um, later on in this uh, passage of Corinthians about following the way of love, eagerly desiring the spiritual gifts. Um, and I think that's really important, isn't it? And what does it mean to eagerly desire the spiritual gifts following the way of love? It's about being generous, about seeking to build the church up, um, for building up um, of one another and doing that in love. So I urge you this morning, desire the spiritual gifts, eagerly desire them, be more Lucy, that's okay. Run forward with the excited cry of presence to see what God has in store for you, knowing that it is good and that his heart is to bless you and to build up the church, knowing that there is a promise and a plan for this church and that you are a part of it and that playing your part means getting equipped and receiving the gifts that are on offer. Amen.